0: This is
1: CliffCentral.com.
0: 360 Biz on CliffCentral.com.
1: Unscripted, uncensored, and radio. This is what we do. CliffCentral.com, this is where we add. Afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Deborah Homer 40, and I'm more than anything excited. This is the last show of the year. 360 Biz, this is what we add. Like I said, my name is Debo Homer 40, and I'm not alone in studio. I'm with Mr. Get Things Done, my boy.
2: Yes, sir. Are How's right? everybody doing out there? Man, I know I'm having fun. I know I'm enjoying my December. <laughs> I know I'm happy to be here today. Although I could have been in Mauritius somewhere, but I gave it up to be here. Oh with really? The guys up here Central, yeah Because uh, okay, be that's si- how dedicated.
1: Oh my god. You should be you could have been sipping cocktails. <laughs> definitely, <could> been <laughs> definitely.
2: I mean, at that invitation I just thought to myself, I have to be here, rescue the radio station. <laughs> Give everybody else excitement and joy and peace.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> you, you 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 know you know what has been the strangest thing though uh, it's 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 moving from home and and hitting the road my man, just to get here And to the show to to get here all the way my man, to be discussing business eh hey?
2: but <laughs> it's, it's it's you know it's it's a, it's a huge differential because you know from the late back december vibe to mm. coming here to do a business show okay, it's, it's, it's something
1: yeah i'm sure people are probably chilling at the chisanya are somewhere Brian meat you know others are actually you know what just having a, a laid back session yeah,
2: and people are you know people are doing some interesting i think of it as some interesting because people are actually preparing some of them are actually preparing for stress in yeah. the January, because you know how January is. It's a little yeah, no, bit
1: bumpy. Yes, no, it's actually true. Before, I mean, as I was on my way here in the car, I was actually doing some radio interview as well. Um, I mean, in terms of preparing and getting ready for the new year. Because um, obviously one of the things that we do as people, we want to get ready in 2016. For 2016 I mean, when else This is the perfect time And the perfect um, year To actually do that eh?
2: No, this is the best time I mean, I'd like to think to myself That the best time To actually take vacation Or go on vacation mm-hmm. Is January and the prices are down. <laughs> when you are the one who's got the widest smile, and everybody yeah. else is just stressed.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, spoken 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 spoke like a true businessman. I mean, I'm excited as well about. Um, I mean, you heard before the show started. Uh, I mean, uh, the, the the boss, Gareth Cliff, speaking about the year-end party, man. I'm I'm looking forward to that, eh?
2: Man, I think it's going to be so interesting because it won't be kind of like the. Places or parties I've been to So it's gonna be Pretty <laughs> yeah. proper and,
1: and and I mean The interesting thing You heard I mean we're taking Over the VIP So I mean If ever people Must join in I mean, You know um, Come meet their Favorite radio Personalities I know, And take their Pictures And <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know years ago yeah. I went to A uh, 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 it was in Balito in Durban mm-hmm. and Gareth was there. Man, it was amazing. It? <laughs> I can definitely guarantee that it was amazing and it's yeah. definitely good. And just to throw in another, um, value added, um, notable feature there,
1: mm-hmm. I
2: held the dance floor
1: down. Oh, really? So you danced? <laughs> I held. Okay. It down. No, no, no. Good thing about today is that we are running a two hour show. So obviously we've got some good music and some good gems. I want to see you doing the nene's. I want to see you doing the dance in studio. And we've so, got beautiful who, ladies yeah, in the house I mean, as well. I mean, so. who's, who's, who said businessmen can't dance? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, so we're <laughs> gonna see you dance, right? Yeah. No, but coming back to the business of the day I mean, today's show We bring you the last installment of 360 Biz In the year 2015 Like I've said I mean, just to remind a few of you That 360 Biz is a business show That brings you many viewpoints on the table All things business We bring you together All stakeholders Established businesses Government SMEs Entrepreneurs Professionals And legislators To tackle and provide practical solutions For real challenges Facing African businesses Whether being big, small, formal, informal Business. This is what we do and fact is opportunities are explored, challenges are tackled, solutions are shared, knowledge and wisdom is imparted. That's why S360 Biz and Cliff Central, we do all this in a bid to equip and empower business people in South Africa and the entire continent. This is definitely what we're on about. Uh, S 360 base. I mean, more than anything, it has been a beautiful 2015. Uh, a lot of things happened. I mean, one of the things that I think, Bulelani, that we need to take a highlight on um, is doing a countdown um, for, for, for businesses that, that has actually some of the things that have taken place this year, whether being businesses on the show and more than anything, businesses of the national interest. And um, more than anything, I'm actually excited that some of the guests that we have in studio um, that are going to be joining us on the line. One of the very few first guests that we're gonna be having, it's Togazan Ngosi, the CEO of Talks Media. Uh, He's got a couple of shows in the SAPC one. Um, being um, What shows does Tokozani have? I know he's got a lot of shows You know
2: though. Do you know Immediately when I saw his picture Yeah I remember Back in the days <laughs> Yeezo Yizo. That's yeah. the first thing That jumped off my That jumped off my brain And to yeah. see the brother Holding it down so nice mm. It is something pretty Amazing And it's something to be Commended as well Because not a lot of guys In the entertainment industry Grow to that level yeah. Where they actually Take their expertise mm. form, Formalize them into a business And then start monetizing them Because of the Experience that they've had, obviously.
1: Yeah. No, no, it's true. I mean, the brother has been doing well from being a mere actor. I mean, to 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 being a director, to being a producer. I mean, now he's one of the country's respectable uh, businessmen in the I mean, media space. I mean, I'm actually excited wow. to that as well. Later on in the show, we're yeah. going to be having the likes of um, uh, the likes of Nosy Pombacho. Um, she's an the anchor for Nosy. CNBC. You know nozi the real nozi the real nozi <laughs> Yeah, the one and only real nozi uh, we're going to be definitely having her we we want her to 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 bring her some of her anchoring here and tell us i mean I mean she does business daily i mean she anchors on business issues um daily obviously she 's going to be bringing us some of the expertise on some of i mean um the things that stood out for her uh, within the country and within the continent i mean you know it 's quite you don 't know how inspirational it is. Or oh, how amazing it is to, to, to actually have women out there that, that, um, they are not only beautiful and they've actually taken their beauty and put it in the face, but they've got brains too to accompany that, you too, know, hey?
2: just on that point, <laughs> just on that point. Oh, just want to throw it out there that. It is a huge challenge. I know from time to time when we're looking for women on the show, it is a huge challenge to find women in business or women doing stuff. Cause there's just so many men everywhere that we're actually looking for that voice from women. So whenever you come across, you know, women like Nosey or women that are actually doing stuff, you kind of latch onto them because these lady, oh, I see you, <laughs> this lady, beautiful lady in the studio raising her hand. We know you're doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> But there's just a few of them. And Mm. I mean, ladies go out there, do stuff. Yeah, I know,
1: please. Yeah, I know. That, that, that is so true, Bulela. I know what you said. I mean, we really struggle with ladies that are doing amazing things. And you've got all these men. That are out there. I mean, if ever ladies are out there listening, I mean, they must holler at, at, at the brother. They must holler at the brothers. And I mean, let's, let's celebrate them to say, you Definitely. know what, there's women that are doing out there. Cause what I've realized though, you have a different difference sort of women. You have women that are doing very big things and you have women that are doing very small things. So it leaves a huge gap in between, you know, that, um, you know, and, and it's something that obviously that's, that's, that's going to be. Um, to be a problem In our country think, If it's not Tackled or dealt with
2: And I think what interesting Quite interestingly enough There's a lady I'm pursuing <laughs> Not pursuing <laughs> In a relationship a lady, sense, I'm pursuing You know what this, this girl's 25 I'm actually following Up on the story okay. Just to give a snippet On it She's 25 mm-hmm. She took over Her dad's taxi business She's got up Or oh, Miranda, so, Miranda Yeah Like,
1: like no, that's we need my, to get that, That's my girl No I can get no, Miranda no, anytime get She's, she's a no, WhatsApp no, you away man. You know, that's, Seriously that. Yeah she's no that's my girl No but I read That
2: whole entire thing That she wrote up there And I was like What
1: No 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 That's my girl She's a like, What's up away We can definitely Bring her on I know you are fresh uh, With the girl <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> When it's business When it's business
1: Yeah no I mean You know what It, it inspires me There's something That I read though It, it was saying In fact it, um, It's what I discovered That I am It's called Sapiosexual I don't okay. know if you've Heard of it
2: can Sapiosexual Sapiosexual
1: When you google it It actually says He who's, att- who's attracted Or aroused by intelligence So so you know, yeah. so it's 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 a bonus when when you you know. I can but just <laughs>
2: imagine walking into the township and yeah. then you just say that to a random beautiful girl. <laughs> <laughs> sapiahu who? Yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, but
1: but uh, I mean, some of the highlights that 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 we've had a discussion and obviously we've discussed uh, before the show. I mean, it's one of the things that that um, I think that is key that it's on the very first show. Um, I remember that that we did. Um yeah I mean I had um faith Mangope as as a co presenter i mean we spoke we spoke about uh, the triple b codes um and innovation management. you know one of the things that stood out for me um i mean we had um the likes of of trevor um who's a B consultant i mean who each, we spoke about issues that there's a lot of things that that um in terms of the B structuring um, obviously, lot all people, it's December now. I can tell you that they don't know that the new triple B code came into effect from May, no. and 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 they're not taking advantage of that. They're not no. positioning themselves at that. I mean, we went to an extent as well of discussing and speaking to corporates. That there's a couple of corporates. Um, that are missing out on an opportunity of of imparting to young business, being enterprise development, in terms of making a difference, obviously, in business's life. And the most key thing that I think stood out for me, it was saying that most big businesses, what they're outsourcing, they're outsourcing non-strategic um, services mm, to mm, businesses. Mm, the service mm. of cleaning, the service of security, the service of catering and whatsoever. Where else, services that has to do with strategy, that has to do with all other things, they are not addressed. Yeah. They're not outsourced to small business.
2: No, man, it's true. Because, I mean, when you speak about the topic of uh, BE or triple BE, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that for the most part, some of the guys that I've come across, they really do it only for compliance. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, no one has really dug deep to understand What is this thing? How do I take advantage? And I mean, it's something amazing that you pointed out There, taking advantage of things Like BEE, and I mean, when you look out there There's so many opportunities that are available To you, and you'd understand as well That when you're sitting on the bargaining table And you are in right standing With that, you then start to Understand when when you're dealing with multinationals Or large corporates, that Mm -hmm. they actually need you But more than them needing you The moment you get into that supply chain You don't come in because you've got that paper, and then you get Money and you don't deliver mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then you deliver So that you can move Further up into the Supply chain There's something Also powerful That you spoke That you touched on There that I know cleaning... dude, I say powerful things <laughs> I say powerful I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah. I mean yeah. that you Spoke about Cleaning services Are outsourced They're non-strategic Services outsource security services are outsourced but how's about some of the more more creative some of the more innovative services that are still you know there's a serious stronghold mm. on them that are still outsourced to predominantly um large corporates that yeah. have been around for years and years where i feel like the creative element could still, still be taken up by an upcoming You know uh, by an upcoming company Which has the right capacity as well So I feel like to a certain degree When you've been doing business for so long You want to work with people that are credible So if we also then show up with the document And show credibility and also deliver On the premise or the basis of the document Mm -hmm. Then we're able to get more business And more referrals And you're able to go out there and sustain So that it doesn't become a one night stand Sort of a business deal where you got the money They got their points Then we're done with each other But Mm -hmm. they actually see value you in being associated with you so i think that then the relationship becomes strategic in the sense that you actually grow in the supply chain and they actually trust you with way more so it works 50 50
1: yeah no I, it's, it's it's something that definitely um that 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 needs um to, to to be reviewed so i mean one of the things that that we had a discussion um on um i think as, as later on went on the show i mean it was the issue of csi i mean and what are big corporates um, doing to help SMEs. I know one of the things that we did um, on particular day on that show, we had the likes of San um, we had the likes of um, GP, We have a lot of big corporates um, that that were actually coming to studio to say what are they doing uh, for big for small business? Because I mean, as big business, it's easy to say no, we want to see small business grow, but they doing nothing. I mean, it's more like become a talk shop, um, like government. And I remember on that particular show, we had even. The honor of having the MEC, Mr. Nobukhang Maile, that came on to the radio show and and to actually speak and make a call uh, to business out there that they must come through, they must come out and and really become out there um, for business. So I think, you know what, it's one of the things for me um, that that stood out.
2: And I think, I mean, I think in that regard, in terms of not making it a talk shop and actually doing stuff and... I mean, when you look at the Tokusan, for instance, I would have never known that they were doing stuff. Mm. So I think that, you know, when we the moment word gets word needs to get out there about a lot of these different initiatives. I know that I was so surprised when I was speaking to one of the directors at Pierre and they're doing something there. Which yes. you know, but I mean it's only for the select few. It kinda seemed like it was only for the select mm. few up until you talk to them and you know, they need to kinda Tailspin spin media around some of the things that they're mm. doing. I mean, on the show as we'll profile different individuals, I know that it was a third last or the second last mm. show that we did when we had guys from um, Prime Stars. Oh, I yes. mean, some of the things that they're doing, I mean, those are initiatives that are in line with the stuff that we're doing, and we have a platform. And, and that, that, that.
1: that platform, it's starting at school, hey? Exactly. It's, it's early childhood exactly. development.
2: I mean, I mean, imagine and understand developing young people from that age. So, I mean, instead of just making it a checklist and you're just checking it off your list in terms of, I've developed people, we've ran our CSI budget, we're good, we are compliant, I mean, actually... Form partnerships And get the word out there So that people know What they're doing Because I know that For instance We in a good place In terms of um, bringing people into a room And developing and training and instituting Ideas mm-hmm. and ideologies That are going to help them move their businesses forward And sometimes you want the marriage Of the person who's going to say that I've got the pocket, if you can create The environment, I've got the pocket Let's merge it together and let's get it going And sometimes you just have people that you know Want development, so when you can create A stream, when you can streamline And create a platform for all these people to come Into one floor and merge, then it works out Way better, mm-hmm. because I mean when you look at CS Sometimes you you know sometimes when you don't see things you don't even think that they're happening. So which is why when you get information out there, I mean information is power. When you get information out there to people, you make it known that we are actually out here as the private sector Mm -hmm. and as government actually doing stuff for you guys. I was pretty you know surprised with some of the things that the economic development were up to Mm. with the awards and all the stuff and the which award the the awards that they started doing.
1: Oh, the, the small business awards, yeah, the, the one sp- that we recently held, yeah, I think yeah. in November or something.
2: Yeah, yeah, they ran them in November. Yeah. Um, it, it's a great initiative. I mean, it had, you know, people complain there and there about nominations and stuff, but it was a great initiative. I mean, the best time or the best thing that could ha- ever happen to anything that has been spoken about is for mm-hmm. you to actually start doing something about yeah. it. So, I mean, initiatives like your, your, your Kickstarters, initiatives like your TokoSans, yeah. initiatives like, you know, whatever initiative that Coke is running or whoever's running, bring it a for and let us on this show actually distribute information out mm. so that people know about it. You yeah. never know what synergies could actually come out out of that whole you, topic. You, you,
1: know, you know, speaking of synergies, one of the things that, that that I was thinking of the other day sitting at home um, is that we're not maximizing enough. Because cause right now, I mean, you earlier on, you spoke of casinos and whatever. I think maybe we need to bring in the likes of the South African Gambling Pod because yeah. these casinos, they've got trust. Um, that, uh, there. one, I mean, it's for business. I know, um, that others are there for education, others are there for, that's why obviously people are not taking advantage of these opportunities. People say don't, there's no money. And where else there's so much money out there, and and other than other day, it's a question of right now they they the budget is going back annually because they're not reaching out to the the the, the businesses they need That's or true. the number of businesses they need. I mean, and for me, it's said that obviously we've got shows like 360 Bays where we talking to business people week in week out. Then I think maybe it's a question of like we need to probably find a strategy or a way of actually putting them on the platform um, and actually um, force a partnership of some kind. Um, for them to actually give reach the numbers um, that they want, obviously for the benefit of many.
2: Now that's true because I think that to a certain degree, when a law has been passed for an organisation, or rather, upon an organisation, mm. or rather. Upon a set of organizations To fulfill mm-hmm. It is important Because there are two characteristics Or rather there two elements That we look at The one has been told To do something For a certain group of individuals Okay But then he then needs to Have infrastructure To be able to find The right group of individuals mm-hmm. On the other hand You've got a group of individuals That have been instituted By whatever like CSIs or organizations Or NPOs or NGOs mm-hmm. Now they're looking for these guys But the center element There's information And the information is on the show The information rather than is the show So then I mean when you start talking about Monetizing you know I love the Ideal of monetizing because there's money everywhere And I believe that you know when people talk about There's no money in South Africa I just look at them with a dead stare because there's so much money everywhere you just need to be smart and there are budgets that are always going back mm. I mean I think 2 weeks ago no no last month I was giving a talk in Northwest and just before I gave that talk I actually went on there and I read the budget speech it was so interesting that between the year 2014 and the year 2015 their budget for the entire province was 34. Point, um 34.2 billion mm. So, I mean, at the end of that financial year, they had about 280 million, unacc- no, no, not unaccounted for, but unallocated, that they had to then How take much? back 280 million that had to go back. No, dude, we don't want a and lot. Then, then they, knew- they, can,
1: they can give us a million. Just 1%. Yeah. Just, just 1%.
2: And, you know, I was just speaking to those guys saying that if you guys would get off your chairs and be creative enough and stop moving away from mainstream business, but do something that would actually get them, you know, jumping off their chairs, Get them wanting to give you the 280 Mm -hmm. they definitely give you the 280 Because it doesn't look good on them When they always bring back the 280 Now they're sitting between 2015 and 2016 With 34.8 billion and I mean, say uh, to me, it's simple. Same thing is going to happen again, where these guys are not going to be able to spend those funds that they're supposed to spend and it's going to go back. But we're always sitting talking about BE is not working for us. We're always sitting there talking about CSI initiatives are not working for us. We're always sitting there talking about there is no information, nowhere. way. But mm-hmm. I mean, if you then start making waves and get information in, because when you get information in, you're able to make decisive decisions. When you get information in, you're able to go out there and actually knock on the right doors mm-hmm. and speak to them what they want.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
2: the information that we're talking about on this show is the kind of information that enables you to kind of also filter what your market is or what markets you want to be selling to. Mm-hmm. Because think of it this way. If I walk into your organization and I understand what your organization is all about and what you guys stand for,
1: yeah.
2: the moment i come in and I want to sell and I speak on the premise on the basis of your profile who you are and what you're selling on and what you guys are all about it's going to be way easier for you guys to actually buy into me and buy into what i'm all about because i have merged my service i have made i've merged my service and my offering to what you guys are all about and it's very very important because reading things like the budget piece for instance you able to allocate yourself in terms of this is where i need to go and get money this is where i need to actually go and sell this is where i need to actually position my company and quite recently you know I've been mentoring these two young girls. They're running a a CSI. You're
1: mentoring girls, two young girls. Oh, okay, specific
2: <laughs> two young young girls.
1: <laughs> okay, I hope you? they don't grow. They stay young. <laughs> yeah.
2: But I'm mentoring these two young girls, and I mean, not really mentoring. I don't like the topic of mentoring much, but I'm helping them. You know, formalize their business. And I mean It's so interesting That they've seen a gap And the gap has been The fact that There's money everywhere mm-hmm. The guys That need development How's about We come in the center And then we offer That development And we offer the growth mm-hmm. And we merge the two So kind of like Being a middleman But being a middleman For good So they call it Social entrepreneurship
1: mm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay yeah, what, what you said Is very profound Do you want to Say that again I, <laughs> I, I think, need to capture You a video Of you <laughs> saying
2: that. I think if I say it again <laughs> I'm going to send an invoice Okay <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, man, because I mean It is very, very important You know, it is very, very important And I think, you know, we hear day in and day out And I know 2016 is going to be a big year mm-hmm. But we need, you know, rallying in of finances to So that we can take the show to the people Because it's good when it's here yeah. But it's going to be more powerful when we take all this information And we set aside an hour or two hours And we bring people into one room and we develop them Mm-hmm. So that they can understand the power of BEE So that they can understand the Bargaining power that they have when they step into Boardrooms when they step into meeting rooms So that they can understand how they can Actually send out proposals for CSI And all this stuff because I think that for the most part What we have done is that we have then Bred a culture of conformity by that I mean we then only look at notice boards that have quotation requests and we are always waiting for newspapers on yeah. Sunday and we always go to the back page and we flip through the classified mm-hmm. so that we can send a quote. But I mean when you if you are gonna be the billionaire, the next group of billionaires, the next group of guys that are gonna take this country to the next level, then what's gonna need you then what you are gonna need to do is you actually gonna need to be the guy who does the proposals for things that they ain't even thought about.
1: So it means in short, I mean you're talking about a new breed of entrepreneurs Entrepreneurs definitely. that are not dependent on tenders no, definitely uh, Entrepreneurs not. That, that are going out there I mean making it happen for themselves Without really much being dependent um, On the government No I definitely
2: mean, because I mean think of it this way You are always being you you've always been given an opportunity To tender out based on whatever Specifications you are given okay. so in a Sense you are being tendered think about It that yeah. way you are being tendered mm-hmm. but If you want to then be a new breed of Billionaires or rather want to enter the Billionaire space mm-hmm. then you can't wait to be Given the platform you create the platform and How you create the platform is by understanding What their corporate governance is is Understanding who they are as a company mm-hmm. Where they're going as an institution what Their motto is what their objectives are and Then you put together a pitch and then you pitch on the of
1: that. You know what you said is very interesting. I think maybe let's let's bring somebody onto the conversation. Um, I've got uh, Uto Babu Togozani. Um, Gosi. I mean, he's an entrepreneur of note. Um, like I've said, I mean, he's the CEO of Talks Media Group. Togozani, how are you, my brother?
3: I'm good. So how are you doing?
1: No good, thanks, man. Uh, Togozani, thank you for taking your time uh, to actually joining us. Um, on the show, do you want to say hi to to the listeners? Tell us who you are and what is it that you do.
4: Oh, hello, Cliff Central. My name is Tokozani Nkosi. I'm in the media space. I run a company called the Tox Media Group. Um, we focus mainly on making television programs, events, and uh, 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 communication strategies.
1: Oh, so now you you the type of entrepreneur that 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 we're talking about with Bulelani? Yes. Yes essentially <laughs> <laughs> yeah so then um, i mean um to more than anything, one of the things that um we were talking about today on the show um it's it's doing the twenty fifteen highlights uh, business yeah. highlights and one one thing that 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 stood out and more than anything it's to help people better prepare themselves for twenty sixteen um yeah. i mean what would you say it's one of what 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 would you say it's some things that stood out for you um in twenty fifteen this year
0: well,
4: the obvious one, of course, was the was, uh, removal of the Minister of Finance. Oh, the no. um, <laughs> one. And, and, of course, the musical chairs that took place over that weekend. Sure. The midnight <laughs> meeting that resulted in us having three ministers in four days. That essentially um, stands out for me and the fact that the entire uh, leadership didn't realize that that was going to cause an upset in the market and the uh, currency was going to be affected. Yeah. um so so yeah that that for me obviously shook not just the country but the continent and the world. Mm. The biggest one also for me was the rate hike the, the u s rate hike mm. that happened like a decade after the last round that it happened, and we were all on our toes scared that it was going to take our tyrants into a, a tailspin because the emerging markets always suffer when these things happen um and uh, it looks like we held our own, and we we essentially managed to survive. The downgrading of our rent also was a standard one for me
1: yeah
4: um, <clears throat> yeah um, but and, uh, yeah
1: okay, no sorry continue
4: yeah so and, and but but also it, it's been a buyer's market in the in the stocks in the listed stocks, um in the sense that a lot of the stocks that were unaffordable suddenly became very affordable, and because the economic uh cycles tend to always follow a, a predictable pattern. Um, whatever is low now will be will be high later. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the best time to have invested was in the nineteen seventies. The next best time is now. So I think <laughs> I think essentially um, this this is a buyer's market. Instead of buying that five hundred grand lunch with friends, you can bet quite a lot of cheap stocks with that. Okay, yeah, they must so know. There's
1: no more lunches, no more lunches. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: well, uh, our president said that we must tighten the belt. I didn't know when he said that. It was because he knew what was coming.
1: Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm.
4: The announcements he was going to make. But um, yeah, so we need to tighten the belt, and for the belt to be tight, you know, you need to eat a little less and buy more stocks.
1: Yeah, I mean, what 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 what, what you're saying, Tawazan, you you've mentioned a couple of um, interesting factors, um, that are, that are closely linked to to stocks. Um, that yeah. are closely linked to 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 affecting um, the 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 I mean the interest rate of the country. Uh, yeah. I mean even that weekend that you've made mention of that I mean in a weekend we had uh, almost <laughs> we're in between three to four ministers um, yeah. until until we actually got our own. Um, I mean, it's something obviously that is, that is, that is very interesting. And I think as a country or as the president, they didn't see that uh, being affected. Um, you know, and, and they thought it, uh, it's something that, that, that will only affect them politically. But look at yeah. how, how, how it affected, um, I mean, the rent on top of, I mean, yeah. like you've said, you made mention that uh, the rent has gone so low, like it has not gone in 14 years. And yeah. obviously yeah. after yeah. that out, after that announcement, it dipped even further.
5: Yes, S-
4: it did. But we should have known that. <laughs> now my concern is that that wasn't foreseen. Mm. So obviously that became a concern for me. Mm. Yeah. So I've, y- got a, I've got a six-year-old daughter. She could have told him that yeah <laughs> yeah
1: but 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 one of the things Tokozani, i mean we without without deviating a lot from what we're talking about um earlier yeah. on when the show started, i know um when I was taking people as to i'm gonna be having you on the show i mean one of the yeah. discussions we were having in studio with uh with Bulelani uh, was the fact that dude you you started from the beginning, you know yeah uh you started being from an actor and 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 um now being a businessman. And obviously now even, even in, in the discussion that, 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 that you talk, I mean, I doubt there's actors out there that, that are concerned about the, the, the interest hike or whatever. But, but yeah. I mean, you, you, you've gradually grown, um, to being this businessman. The reason I'm asking this question is that there's a couple of people out there that want, um, to get into the space of business, there's a lot of people that want yes. to be a tokozani tomorrow, and that want to be a Debo, that want to be whoever, uh, but they yes. don't know as to how to go about it. And more than anything, it's fear. Uh, I mean, yes. what, what, what pushed you to to decide to say, you know what? I shall not be an employee anymore. I shall be an employer. I, I, I,
4: I, I don't know. Um, I think it was blind faith. Um, I, I grew up, uh, I grew up being a very religious guy.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, I hope I'm that it has really, not changed, though.
4: No, not at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, I was worried. <laughs> <It's, it's laughs> yeah. Multiply it now. Oh, okay. Uh,
4: uh no, no, no. I, I grew up being a relatively religious, religious guy, so I, I learned the element of leap of faith from when I was very young,
5: mm-hmm.
4: and, um, and, and and I've, I've always, I've always been almost, um, I've almost been almost, uh, I don't want to say fearless, but I've, I've tried things. I mean, I was. Before I was an actor I, I was already sort of like a businessman. Mm-hmm. When I was sixteen I already had my um, my drama team in place made up of teenagers and would perform in places around, you know. So mm-hmm. I've I've essentially I've essentially had I suppose an entrepreneurial edge to me from when I was very young. So I think my my advice to people is to always look at what you grew up essentially being interested in because that's where you're graded. Um, uh, instead of following trends, mm. rather follow what your your path is. A lo- And what I've noticed is that a lot of, not a lot, actually, I think all the people that have been innovative and have been pioneers in, in the market have been people that didn't follow, the people that took the road less traveled and, you know, essentially started things. And then everyone else that followed, you know, there, it's like Coca-Cola. Every cola after that, you don't remember.
5: Yeah, I know. Um, so.
4: Yeah, so, so essentially just just chart your own path and, and create a path where there hasn't been one.
5: Mm-hmm. Um,
4: and and I think that's what's going to create. So instead of looking at what's working, let me join in there and work, and I also want to get it. So I don't think you should get into business. I think you should get into what fulfills you. Uh, and if it's business that fulfills you, then, then you'll find that it, it just won't be up at the money because I think the problem also is that it's when you go into it for the money.
1: Okay. So... Um, yeah okay I mean Bulalani said said i mean before we connected to you on the line, he was speaking about the type of entrepreneurs that don't chase tenders that are into proposals yeah. and also obviously being in the space that that you add um obviously it's 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 what you do uh proposals yeah. day in day out um yeah. i mean and we're going into the new year, people are going to be starting to plan a new year's resolutions and all of these things that that they want to do um yeah. and by March those new years resolutions uh, are forgotten. Um, yeah. I mean, how would you say somebody should prepare themselves for the new year?
4: I think I think one should um, have not just a new year plan, but must begin with the end in mind. Basically, know where they want to end up. Mm-hmm. Build a picture of the final destination in their head. Because the problem with 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 um, not having a final picture is that you don't have a picture. You're looking at. That's why you end up forgetting what your resolutions are, because they're not linked to your final goal. Mm. Um, so you need to link your, goal, your, your plans and your resolutions, if you do resolutions, onto your final goal. But if, if your goal ultimately is to build this, then you, you, then you start you know, uh, 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 making small chunks of, of achievable things in the year. But if they're linked to a bigger goal, then you will succeed. But it can't be an abstract goal that, that you know, I just want to be rich.
5: Mm-mm-mm. Then you know it's
4: too it's too it's too abstract. There's no actual goal. You gotta know what you want to contribute to the world that hasn't been contributed yet.
5: Mm-hmm. And that you
4: know that you are uniquely gifted to contribute because everybody, as we know, has got a unique contributionary gift that they have they've got. And if they establish that and work towards that and and uh, stop chasing tenders. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, chase, chase chase the dream and tenders will chase you.
1: Yeah, no, that is that that is that is very true. That is very true.
2: Yeah. Um zani, how's it man?
1: I'm good to how are you. Good, good. Bulelani here, no.
2: Um so, so so you know, you know, it's so amazing. I was telling Uteboho, you know, when you look at the, the vast majority of guys that have come up and were given the spotlight, they never were able to monetize it. Do you feel yeah. do yeah. you feel at this point that a lot of your peers are not monetizing it the way that they're supposed to?
4: yes yes i think so but also i think a lot of the guys that have been able to monetize it i think it's not because they were able to monetize it i think they were just surrounded by people who knew how to monetize them um so so it's not what you it's not what first it's who first (laughs) so the key thing is to associate yourself with the right people um if somebody doesn't have any value to add to (laughs) you then they've got (laughs) no business really being around you Um, and a lot of people to believe the hype. You know when you get hype when the guys that are promoting whatever you're acting in or you do know, you, your album or whatever it is that you're doing, mm-hmm. they need to popularize you and make you very popular. So that they can sell their product. But they'll only popularize you for as long as you are relevant.
5: Mm-hmm. And as
4: soon as you have sold your product and as soon as your product doesn't sell for whatever reason, they'll popularize somebody else. <laughs> so so the ability to monetize is is about creating a a a brand, and people that are, are artists generally aren't very administrative. Mm-hmm. So it's good to always have a good manager or an agent or somebody who's got your 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 best interest at heart and and look at you and not what you do for them. So I think I think a lot of the people that it, they, they've just been associated with sharks, I guess, people that I think more about. How, what back can I make out of this guy than what can I do for this guy mm. yeah. and I think that's just a Josie vibe you know um, <laughs> you need to come here being, that's why you can't you can't leave at, at Standard 7 and say no I, I'm an artist then then you're gonna be very Standard 7 in the way you deal with yourself and I think that's where <laughs> the problem start.
2: I think I like that's that that's
4: breaking yeah yeah,
2: yeah.
1: No, yeah. no, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> Bulela was saying he thinks he likes that. But more than anything, I think um Um, I think more than anything, Tawazani, uh, what you said, it's, it's, it's very insightful. Uh, but I think maybe we, we, we must plan, um for 2016. Maybe let's, let's, let's have you in studio and, 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 yeah. and let's, let's dwell down into details. Cause right now, one thing yeah. I don't underestimate such conversations, cause you don't know yeah. whose life you're transforming, um, and yeah. whose life you're making a difference in.
4: Yes, yes. Now I'd love to come in. We need to plan so that I can come in and we can delve
1: deeper. Yeah, no, definitely. And Togazane, before I let you go, we actually usually close off the show in style uh, most of the yeah. time. Uh, that What we do is that when you're closing off the show, you need to give a 30-second advice or word of encouragement to someone that is listening out there. Oh, is it? Yeah.
4: <laughs> okay. Well, my my word is easy. And, and it's simply to say that... Um, you, 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 you born for a reason and, and there's something that only you can do in this world that nobody else can do. And because of that, you, there are doors that for you that are so open that doesn't matter how hard you try to close them, they won't close. That's why you have whatever gift that you've got. So mm-hmm. my, my advice is to say, hone the gift. Forget about the money. Uh, let your auntie feed you. Um, uh, until your gift starts attracting people that are are willing to pay you for it. I started doing what I'm doing now for free. And Mm. the first time I earned a cent from it was not because I asked for that cent, it was because it was offered to me um, uh, because of what I had done. So Mm. I started honing it from when I was very young and monetizing it became automatic when I perfected it. Mm. So I think if you focus on your gift and not on the money, the money will follow the gift.
1: Right, no, that's that's, yeah. that's very profound. But more than anything, thanks a lot for my brother. Um, Thank you so you know, much, sir. and and please, uh, ne- ne- next time, be always um, available to to jump in when we need you.
4: I will do. No, not a not the problem.
1: And and you must call as well when you need us, eh? <laughs> yes,
4: yes, yes. I will do for sure. Sir. No,
1: definitely. No, thanks a lot, brother.
4: Thank you very much. Have a good afternoon.
1: <laughs> Yeah, no, that's 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 quite um interesting um coming from um you know Oba Bunkosi. I think I mean he's grown to be to be a businessman. More than anything, it tells me one thing, um that you know what, in life you must settle down and find that one thing. Um, that makes you you. I mean, we continue with the show. You you want to be part of the discussion, you can join in. Our studio line is 861 861 We're on Twitter as well. Our Twitter handle is at cliffcentral.com. We're on Facebook as well. Our Facebook uh, chat, Our Facebook page is Cliff Central. We're on WeChat as well. WeChat ID, it's Cliff Central. And I'm on social media as well. If you want to follow me, it's at are.
2: Bulelani Bala. It's at Bulelani Bala. That's both for Instagram and Twitter.
1: That's both for Instagram (laughs) and Twitter. Now let's do this then as we continue back with the show.
0: 360 Biz on cliffcentral.com
1: This is (laughs) cliffcentral.com Yes, you are indeed still tuned in to Cliff Central. My name is Debo Homa Forty. you've just joined in, you've missed out on an exciting discussion that we had. I mean, we've been practically doing highlights of the 2015 and I mean, we've had the likes of Togo Gosi um who's a businessman um, in the media space as well, who's been sharing what stood out for him um, in, in the 2015. Uh, one of the things that he made mention of that was interesting, it was actually um, having the or you know, the, the the minister of finance being deployed, uh, redeployed. <laughs> And actually having a minister uh, for the weekend. I think <laughs> it must have been quite very interesting. So it's one of the things that we want to find out about you as well, say What have been your highlights for 2015? And obviously, we have been going through our own um, highlights, business highlights specifically uh, for the year 2015 as we prepare ourselves for 2016. I mean, if ever you want to join in the discussion, uh, we studio line it's 861 189 Our studio line is 861 189 December
2: is here, and before you know it, 2016 will be here too. If you're in Joburg and still wondering what to do this New Year's Eve, Cliff Central and Madison Avenue want to invite you to the biggest, sexiest party of the year. Join us as our v- special VIP at Madison Avenue for a celebration that will start 2016 on the right note. Gareth Cliff, O'Neill, Ms. Pru and Irie Kellerman will will... Sorry... Oh, I always get this guy's name wrong. Oh. Who's which guy is that? <laughs> Kelman. I want <would> to say <laughs> Keller. Kala Kala. I'm kidding. Yeah. So, <laughs> so join Gareth Cliff, O'Neill, Ms. Prue, Ari Kelman. We'll get the party started and keep it going all night. There'll be great music, an outdoor tented area, lot of bars, great food, gorgeous people, and a night to remember. If you haven't made plans yet, this is your time. So book now for uh, so, so book now for, uh, Cliff Rocks Medicine at Computicket.com or you could also go to, uh, CliffCentral.com for more details and stay tuned for everything you need to know. New Year's Eve with Cliff Central, Madison Avenue and you and you and
1: you and you indeed. And you. Yeah. I mean, and like, we, yeah, like I said before, we actually went um onto that um short commercial song um i mean that was e- i funny with a song called settle down so that's what we've actually been doing in studio today settling down with the 2015 um highlights i've got an interesting man um on the line um who as well has been actually in the space um in the media space and writing up more than anything a uh, business column is a colleague of mine within Thames media group that is ron debbie ron how are you my brother
3: yourself.
1: No, good, thanks. Ron, thanks a lot for taking your time off your holiday and busy schedule to actually have a discussion with us.
3: No problem at all. Thanks
1: for the invite. No, definitely. Uh, Ron, what would you say has been um, some of the 2015 business highlights for you this year? All
3: right. So the stories I've made highlights this year, I guess, the shape the state of the economy. I mean, the coincidence slowed down. Uh, in terms of, I mean, the fiscal... The fees must fall issue. I guess that's also being, I mean, for the longest time, almost tertiary education hasn't been on the radar. So well, mm-hmm. that would be a big thing on the fiscus. Uh, in terms of companies, uh, commodities, the resources, the uh, continued downfall. I mean, a company like Anglo-American is, is as weak as it's been in terms of valuation since 1998 or something like that and, and continuously falling. So just watching that dramatic fall off in, uh, our resources and, in in Henceforth, our our, our, our mining company that was the big story for me this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? I mean, the, the big story come uh The management change at the, at the start of the year. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah no, that, that, was, that
1: that was quite hectic. And then,
3: Oh, yeah, that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, on, on, only to on, only to think, Ron, that actually the, the, the share price has actually been um, in a roller coaster this year. Eh?
3: I uh, think, Anglo. Ooh.
1: Yeah, I'm saying, I'm, I'm, saying, uh, the, 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 the the, actually, um, the, 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 interest rate.
3: Oh yes, in terms of interest rates, I mean, because of the rand weakness. I mean, the rand.
1: Yeah.
3: It was always dramatically going to weaken, uh, especially with the emerging market mm-hmm. economies falling out of favor. And the, the thing is, without South African rand, it's the most li- liquid emerging market currency. So. Mm-hmm. Whenever people people feel bad about either Brazil, or Russia or any of our others in our in our neighbourhood, the Ryan is the first thing they, they sell or inversely if they feel good about emerging markets, the RAND is the first thing they buy.
5: Mm-hmm. So the
3: RAND this year has been dramatic. Yeah. Of course, not not helped by our own um, our four powers and like our I mean the Katronene issue debacle that happened a couple of weeks ago, that was the case. Always the South African Messed up their
1: yeah. own no. yeah. yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I, th- I, th- I think the ne- the Nene saga has, has has been on everyone's lips because with towazani as well. I mean, that's yeah. what he made mention of. I mean, uh, before <laughs> before we actually uh, dwell more into that, um, Ron, we actually went straight into business. And and you you forgot to say hi to our listeners and and tell us who you are. What is it that you do? Okay. hello <laughs> oh,
3: this is my my name is Ron Derby. I'm the Business Times editor a bit
1: of a, well, a columnist for the business times as well no oh, okay so, Thanks. <laughs> yeah so 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 then um i mean tell me ron uh, with yeah. with 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 this with with this um you know um nene saga um yeah. that that has been on everyone's lips because i mean you're mm. the second guest today that's that's making mention of that mm. um mm. i mean do 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 you foresee us recovering from that though
3: look there's things that need to happen i mean it was good that in the space of four days, it was reversed, right? That was, that shows a shock. There was a shock to the system and there was a reaction. I mean, it would be worse off if uh, our president uh, continued headstrong with these with new ministerial approaches. Mm-hmm. So that was the first, that was the first step that had to happen and happen as fast as it did. Now the second step in regaining basically what is our credibility was in the particularly the S A deal mm-hmm. uh, for Treasury to get its way with the S A deal, it just became, uh, well, for whatever it's merits or demerits of uh, of Treasury's S A uh, deal, it has to, to be seen as coming. I mean, getting their way, which which happened, right? Now, over the next three years of Jacob Zuma's presidency, or three or how many three years? Yeah,
5: mm-hmm. we're
3: going to have to see Treasury falling what What markets want and what raising agencies want now is a, a more fiscally prudent South africa, so they 've got to rein in spend, and unfortunately, that means in terms of uh, boosting South African growth, treasury government can 't play that on anymore uh, as much as it has before
5: mm-hmm. so
3: if that continues, uh, then I guess we'll get back some more credibility. The issue is uh, that the nuclear has power, so that's also be we find balancing act for. Treasury of the next two three years uh, of Osama's of president, I think he's he's made one of his key things is a nuclear build. By mm-hmm. the time he leaves, there must be some there must be some sod turning ceremony somewhere mm-hmm. on nuclear. Whoever and of course whoever he wants to build a nuclear is another story for maybe for a political journalist more. But so as fiscal prudence, uh, treasury is going to have to like rein in public sector pay. It's going to have to be seen as being a very frugal, very much like what Europe went
5: through mm-hmm. and is
3: currently still going through in order for us to regain credibility mm-hmm. which is sad in a way because hence I not who's going to stimulate the South African economy over the next couple of years it's going to it may just be a very rough ride mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. so so as 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 as, as a columnist um, I mean yeah. you obviously you've been writing a couple of stories um, yeah. throughout the year 2015 mm-hmm. I mean what would you say um, is the one business story that, that you wrote as Business Day that that, that actually um, got to you and and really affected you bad in the midst of writing that story?
3: Uh, I've been Business Times editor for the past six months, and as, as such, I don't really write stories, but I've been involved with, with a few stories. Uh, and I guess what we've been doing is actually finding these small towns dotted across South Africa that Either were mining towns or steel towns were faced very dire prospects of either uh, mines closing or steel plants. Mm-hmm. In the case of Auslumetal potentially closing, so reading doing those stories and finding what people on the streets are actually going. Well, mm-hmm. actually, that's what what business actually affects. It it does affect the man on the streets, it's not just the the guy with the the fancy suit. So doing those stories and actually getting a proper feel of what the the slowdown, the South African economy has been been like for people over the past year. Mm-hmm. That's been has been. I mean, that's has has touched me the most. It almost depressed depressed me, you know, in a way. Because, and then you see that politically, there aren't. The answers aren't there. You know? We talk about the National Development Plan, NDP, and it's a great piece of document on paper.
5: Mm-hmm. And
3: the country really needs some sort of new plan. Mm. But we actually see what's going on, on on the street, like on the floor. It's like, oh, it's just, I think mean, those types of stories that really hit me this year. I mean, yeah. there are others, of course, there were scandalous stories around a lot of men trying to re- 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 be born again, basically, in truth, and other. ESCOM intrigue and stuff like that, but yeah. I guess actually seeing the slowdown of the staff economy. Mm-hmm. I think this year we've seen it. Like, it's been in our face from student protests over fees because their parents are, uh, I guess, affected by uh, slowing economy, losing their jobs, unemployment, or not getting the increase it was looking for. So their parents feel the pinch, and by extension, the kids who are, are at these very expensive universities are feeling the pinch. So
5: mm-hmm. that has,
3: I think, 2015. 15 has been the hard reality of what the Saffan, the, the state of the Saffan economy is. Mm, 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 mm. Mm, yeah. Mm.
1: No more than anything. Uh, thanks for taking your time, going to to actually join us. Um, hopefully, we're looking forward, obviously, um, to be hearing more and um, having more discussions and possibly having you in studio again. Um, okay, in, no in, in, in 2016, as we unfold business, eh? Okay,
3: no problem at all. Thanks very much for the invitation,
1: again. No, definitely, my brother. All right. Thanks, man. Cheers. Mm. Yeah, my brother. I guess,
2: um, if this was a competition, then in saga, takes the cup. Like <laughs> someone needs to do a song or something. Cause yeah. it was so
1: remarkable. I mean, mm.
2: over four days, but that's a topic. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, 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 likely, I mean, these are the things that, that we've managed to, to, to recover from, um, as a country and, 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 it's something that is quite interesting. Um, but I think as a country, it's obviously something that we've learned from. No, definitely. Um, and, 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 you know, I've always said right now being in South Africa, uh, I said, oh, I was saying, remember I said to you the other day, I said, it takes you going outside the country yeah. to realize how broke I am. Yeah. <laughs> cause, 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 you know, cause in the, in South Africa, it's like you've got money, but you know, the minute you go abroad, cause, I mean, you see how much they rent. Is um, actually failing us. The exchange, um, yeah. And I mean, right now we've got other uh, continents um, that we're competing with that that that, that are doing well. Um, I mean, like the brother that I'm gonna be having on the line now, um, Alexander Lebner. Um, I mean, um, he's the digital head for ABN um, and CNBC Africa. I mean, he's one of the guys that we've had on the show before um, when we're actually talking and discussing the all Africa business. I was, yeah. um, um, Mr. Lebner, how are you, my brother?
6: I'm good. How are you?
1: No, good. Thanks. I love, I love, I love your energy. It's December energy, eh?
6: <laughs> yes. I don't know if it's that last December energy or if it's the new energy for the new year. But either which way, I'm glad you enjoy it.
1: No, definitely. Uh, Mr. Libner, do you want to say hi to our listeners? Tell us who you are. What is it that you do?
6: So I head up ABN Productions, which is essentially the, um, events business to, uh, CNBC Africa on DSTV Channel 410 and Forbes Africa Magazine.
1: Uh, which which a lot of people will know. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I know. De- de- definitely. And thank you for joining us once more. You've I mean, you you you've become family, eh?
6: Well, I've only been... I think this is my second time on, so I don't know if that qualifies as a family quite yet. <laughs> but uh, but I'll, I'll
1: take it. I'll take it. Okay, maybe we need to bring you back the third time, then you'll be family, <laughs> right? Yeah, just to,
6: Yeah, third time lucky or third time uh, it, it'll be it'll
1: be official. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Alexander, I mean, what would you say though, uh, what's one of the, uh, what, what would you say stood out for you? Um, I mean, in, in, in 2015, um, business wise, um, because obviously you guys are not only focusing uh, uh, for, um, you're not only focusing on business within uh, South Africa, but you're focusing on business across the entire continent.
6: Well, yeah, look, I mean, there's so much to touch on. And I mean, I know you've already kind of discussed, you know, the, 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 the finance minister's changing and, uh, And I mean, there's been a lot of interesting business stories that have popped up. And I mean, one that I've really personally found so fascinating is uh, something that happened in May in Zurich, which was the arrest of some really high ranking FIFA officials. Mm -hmm. And the entire story that has already unfolded, but I think will still unfold over the next five years, I reckon, um, you know, in terms of this entire FIFA corruption scandal and, uh, you know, the business of, world
1: football yeah and 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 you know you know um i mean alex i i'd forgotten about the fifa saga um you know and 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 that that, that really affected us um bad because i mean it it positioned us as a country as if we were entertaining fraudulent activities and 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 right now obviously i know i was reading some report to saying i mean in terms of doing business in africa we're one of the most uh, trusted company uh countries uh in the continent to do business with and and right now that that um affected us i mean how 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 was it um do you think has it really affected us that bad or
6: well look i mean i think we've got a lot of things that we probably have to 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 fix up in general so i mean i wouldn't really put it down to this the the situation around fifa and i think i mean there's still a lot of information that needs to come out and, I mean, that's why I'm saying there's still a lot that needs to happen
5: mm-hmm. uh, and
6: that will probably take a couple of months, if not years, to kind of unfold.
5: Mm-hmm. Um,
6: so I don't necessarily think that, uh, that you know, South Africa really had a, you know, that was like the defining moment in terms of do we trust them, don't we trust them mm-hmm. as a country uh, because I think there were also a lot of other countries that are involved in this entire thing and I think that's why I was I was personally so fascinated by it because, you know, FIFA to, to some extent kind of, created this, this global event, um, you know, that is probably the most watched event, you know, after the Olympics around the world. Mm-hmm. And that latter, this, this man who's treated like, um, like uh, you know, like a head of state, even though he heads no country, he only heads up an organization as such, um, but yet. You know, all the protocol that comes with being a head of state. And he's, over the last 20 or 30 years, built up this company, this organization that not only impacts world football, but it impacts politics, it impacts business. I mean, you know the excitement we had when we heard we got the 2010 World Cup. And literally, you know, everyone and their grandmother around the Bri was coming up with ideas of opening up guest houses. And I
1: remember that. And, and, and that actually and, grew a I lot mean, of businesses
6: crazy. I mean, it was absolutely amazing, you know what I mean? So, I think the story around FIFA wasn't just, you know, a story of a a world, uh, you know, an organization that governs world football, Mm
5: -hmm. but also
6: a story of of business and and politics, and, I mean, we haven't, as I say, we haven't even seen, you know, the beginning of it yet. Mm
5: -hmm. I think
6: there's still so much that's going to come out, but I think what's already kind of been exposed, and, I mean, there's this fantastic, uh, you know, journalist uh, from the UK, Andrew Jennings, Mm -hmm. He's been following the story, I mean, you know, probably for the last 10 years. And he's released some fantastic panorama specials and, you know, written books around it. And uh, the information that's already kind of come out as to the shenanigans that have gone on behind the scenes in terms of, you know, how football is awarded and which countries get it and, and, you know, the business around that. Mm
5: -hmm.
6: Um, And, I mean, the fact that also uh, Zeb Blatter eventually kind of, you know, kind of of eventually sat down and came back again. Was also based very much on the the money that the sponsors were paying and the sponsors that were putting pressure onto FIFA to say, you know, look, if you're not going to clean up, we're going to pull out. It's um, it's it, it really for me, it's one of the most fascinating, um, sports slash business stories that are unfolding at the moment, and I'm I'm fascinated to see kind of a how it's all going to end, and b what's going to happen to uh, to FIFA, who you know up until now have run, you know, the the most amazing events, you know, from a, from an eventing point of view, have run the most slickest operations in terms of savings, and, in terms of match times, in terms of the way they do their branding, the way they... I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible and, how an organization... And more, is like
1: more, more, most profitable, too.
6: Yeah, I mean, it's tremendously profitable. I mean, I think they even registered as a non-profit organization in Switzerland, which is something the Swiss government couldn't quite understand, you know, how you <laughs> could have a company... Like FIFA registered as a non-profit, and then like the Zurich Yodeling Association, which is also on the same on the same uh, level,
5: Mm-mm-mm. you know.
6: And here, you know, they're completely different companies or completely different associations, but making you know the ones making absolute fortune, and the other ones, you know, sort of just breaking even. Um, and how is that? How is that even possible? You know what I mean? So I think it is going to be very interesting to see how this is all going to unfold. And I guess we're going to really only get into it once. All the, I suppose, the guilty parties have been transferred to the United States and actually stand trial and actually, actually get to the you know the meat of the situation and kind of unpack the entire topic and the entire you know structure to how it all
1: happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but now, I mean, you know, as a country, we've set Tokyo Squali to be the one um that 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 fights for the position to represent us as a country. Um, do you think that is, is something that's going to affect us as a business? Um in, in the country, is it something that can stand a chance of growing us?
6: You know, I think there's always I think there's always these sort of like, you know, uh, global these global um ambassadors for South Africa. And we think of the guys like, you know, Mark Shuttleworth, Charlie Turan, Elon Musk, mm-hmm. that somehow always, you know, come out of you know, come out of the, you know, out of out of the ranks out of South Africans and, and kind of do something on a global stage.
5: Mm-hmm. And
6: if think of Tokyo Ceswale, stepped up and, 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 and you know managed to to head up FIFA. I mean, I think it would definitely you know once again be an opportunity for South Africa to shine. Um, and once again, depending on what he what it is that he does with with that organisation, you know, if, if he gets the chance to run it, um, I, I think the biggest question is naturally you know how how bad is the organisation at the moment in terms of the people that are currently in the business that are currently running it that are currently still there. You know, how far does do the allegations go and the, how far does the corruption go? I mean, is it, is it a savable organization or is it a situation where they literally have to start from scratch and actually rebuild the whole concept? Um, and I mean, I don't even want to know what the, what the impact or the, uh, you know, the ramifications of that is. But I think you know, any South African stepping up and representing the country on a global stage in a positive way, I think, is, is always a good thing. Mm. And I think we 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 as South Africans have always been great at that. Yeah. Um. You know, in in many ways. Mm. And I think sometimes we really do underplay our um our achievements. You know, be they individual or a sports teams. And uh, I think you know it'd be great to see to see that happen.
1: Yeah. No. Definitely. No. More than anything. Um. Thanks a lot, um. Alexander. It was it was quite um insightful. Um, then you know like how we close, we actually close off in style uh, words of 30 seconds encouragement to someone that's listening
6: hey you know what I think uh, any any piece of advice I can give anyone for 2016 is to to really uh, to really work hard at what it is that you want to do I think at the end of the day and I think we discussed this last time I was I, I was on with you is that at the end of the day you know work will be talent anytime I and mean, you can be as, as talented as you want to be but if you're not willing to put in the work and you're not willing to to really burn the midnight oil and make something happen you know it's not going to fall in your lap no one's going to give it to you mm-hmm. so put your head down focus on what you want to get done in 2016 and put in the work and the results will speak for themselves
1: no definitely no thanks a lot mr alexander it's just great having a chat once more eh?
6: thanks again for having me on and uh happy new year to all your listeners
1: no definitely looking forward to seeing you in the twenty 20- in 2016 I'll put it in my diary, I'll pencil it in my diary right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and hopefully it, it, it will be in a suit like once more. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I'll have to go get a new one. Eh? Get a new one. Yeah, no, don't worry, I'll, I'll get mine ready as well. Fantastic. No, okay, thanks a lot, Alex.
6: Still
1: well. Yeah. Okay. yeah, and I mean, come to think of it, um, I didn't really um, think that this FIFA thing really affected us that bad, eh?
2: No, man, the FIFA thing, and it's something that I actually had forgotten about as well Was mm. it so interesting, what you touched on as well is that when they enter a country You'd swear the gentleman, Mr. Sir Blatter, was a president Because the way everything just shuts down mm. But, the, you know, with the recent scandals And I mean, there have been rumors of scandals throughout the years But nothing had materialized Like it did now You know with the US Being the superpower Mm -hmm. They're the ones That are going to Conduct the trial And all that stuff But it'd Mm. be interesting To actually see as well Because when the story Broke out My biggest thing was I'd actually be keen To see How it was all Going to unfold You know As everything As all the the ants come out the woodwork, mm, so that mm, we mm. get a fair share and understanding of what the heavens is actually going on. And I think that from a reputation perspective, it did, it kind of dented us. I really feel like it kind of dented us to a certain perspective mm. when it seemed as if we were paying bribes to get this thing here. Yes. Yeah, and I mean. it wasn't even like that because I know my country is not like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, I mean, speaking of that, I'm more than anything proud to be introducing Nozi Pomba. I mean, she's an Anchor and in empty of Agwande uh, communication, like we said earlier. Speaking of of okay, um, I think her line is we've just lost. I mean, like we've said earlier. I mean, speaking of 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 um, I mean the market and how how bad has business um being affected. I mean, we've been the market has been a roller coaster going up and down um this year. So obviously, I felt that it wouldn't be doing justice if we're not gonna have Nozipo um come in. Um, And actually give us her insight because, I mean, she reports um, on these markets daily, um, day in, day out. So, obviously, I know she's dealt with a couple of stories um, that are related to as far as our market is concerned. I mean, it's like what we said earlier when we spoke about Beauty With Brains. Um, I mean, I was reading one of the things um about about um <laughs> Nozipo it actually said um she's stylish and gorgeous Nozipo is one of the south african <laughs> gems in the communications arena with a huge voice and brain. I can attest to the issue of voice madam um cuz i've had the privilege of being in the same room with you um hosting um the all africa business awards and in terms of brains too, you know it's. It <laughs> so do you want to take this opportunity to say hi to our listeners? Tell us who you are and what is it that you do.
7: Oh, you're so kind. Thank you so much for all those kind words. Um, lovely, lovely connecting with you uh, in this final date of 2015. It's been an awesome year, and of course, it's also been a very big year on the corpus front in South Africa.
1: Okay, no, definitely, and more than anything, thank you for taking your time on holiday. To, to to actually uh, speak to us, eh?
7: No, absolutely. Anything to make sure that we just we wrap up the year well. I think it's up to you guys that are still holding up the fort and doing the good work that you do.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Thanks a lot, man. I'm not alone in studio. I'm with Budelani uh, Bala, Bala, is it bala mm-hmm. bala, ne? <laughs> it's bala,
5: It's bala, bala Yeah, uh,
1: the, 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 the man with a good voice. So whenever he approaches the mic, it's like the man prepares himself. So when I told him earlier that, that we having your on uh, in studio, he says, oh, no zippo. I
2: had, I had to, I had to prepare my voice and say, hey, zippo, hey. <laughs> oh, good
7: afternoon, you to you both. Uh, lovely to uh, hear the good
1: voice. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. No, no definitely. Um, I mean, and Ozy, for getting back to business, I mean, what would you say is one of the things that that stood out for you? Um, you know, in 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 twenty in twenty fifteen, um, as far as s s s, I mean, what I really affected us, um, or that affected mm. the market, um, I felt that you know what we wouldn't be doing justice if we would not have you giving us your roundup um of corporate um stories that really shook us, because obviously this is what you do daily. Um, this is what really, um, I mean, affects you. I think you're better much handling it than other people.
7: Oh, thank you so much. So, I mean, it's, it's been a very, very busy year uh, on the financial markets front, uh, not only in South Africa, but I've just been uh, continent-wide. Um, and perhaps maybe five themes that I think have really stood out for me and, and just resonate with the theme of what really shook the market there this year. I think it's all very fresh in our minds uh, for now. This, uh, this uh, cabinet reshuffle that the uh, president had, with the movement movement around the finance ministry portfolio, I think that's really still top of mind.
1: You, you, that, you, the third person today that is making mention of that.
7: Absolutely, I think it was. You, you, it, it's not even an elephant in the room, right? It's a herd of elephants in uh, <laughs> one room. So that's certainly one uh, of the five, and then. Uh MTN, wow, what is your story? And this is of course around the fine that uh, was left uh on them uh, by the Nigerian uh, uh, regulator in the in the Oh yes, day, that is then. that
1: is a big one, yeah. And
7: that's still going on, right? Because we know that um, there was a deadline that was set for the thirty first of December uh to to for them to honor that fine. So that that story is not uh over yet, right? And there's still more to come from that front. We you know that NTN's in court. They've decided that they are uh, done just uh, negotiating uh, on good faith. They've taken this to the court. So we're certainly still going to be keeping our eyes on that. Um, and another big one, I think, I, and I know a friend of mine, when I was telling him about this conversation, kind of like, uh me a bit when I said, the Marion Roberts Bridge Collapse. Oh, one, you know, yes. Yeah, sneaky. Yeah, know, <laughs> definitely. not the Murray and Roberts Bridge Collapse, call it the M1 Bridge Collapse, but we know that this is a Murray and Roberts story, right? The share-side mm-hmm. uh, on the news. It was right uh, at the beginning of the whole Samson um, Incomorbidity Festival that uh, the, the Mayor Park style had just, uh, just started and just opened. That is a huge story, Only not only because it was a Murray and Roberts story, but it was a construction sector story. It reminded us about the sector and the kind of pressure that the sector is under. Um, and also, it also then opened up the conversation around, well, we still have just a couple of big boys playing in the space and a, very, a lot of small black companies that aren't actually getting their share of the construction pie. And so the conversation was really interesting uh, that, that you know, emanated around Marian Roberts. And we can certainly talk about that a little bit more. My number four. Um, is Lonnman, right? So, and I'm feeling out uh, Lonnman only because it was, you know, there was a huge issue around uh, raising uh, funds that shareholders had to vote for in the rights issue. And there was a lot of uh, speculation whether shareholders would actually uh, support uh, this rights issue. So I think if my numbers are correct, I think they wanted to raise in uh, around 4 billion rand mm, to mm, top mm. up the company, right? And if the shareholders had said no, there would be no lawnmen today. Um, and so this was very significant. But also, I think it is a reflection of the broader tension in the mining sector. The mining sector in South Africa certainly having moved from its glory days to not only just being an industry decline, but one that is severely under pressure. As we speak now, we know that Lonmin is in the process of sharing about 6,000 jobs. Um, and uh, 6,000 is a huge number. That's 6,000 uh, breadwinners and uh, thousands and thousands of people who are dependent on them, right? And this is a personal story for many of us who know that our economy is both on the mining sector, but it's also it's a global story because we know that what's happening with run is not just the South African issue. Commodity prices are under pressure. A lot of this has been traced back to the fact that the Chinese economy uh, is slowing down. And so the demand for a lot of the minerals that come out of economies like South Africa is definitely down. So when demand comes down, we also know that the price then also uh, Come under pressure, and so the commodity price then flattens, and then you have all these mining companies that that are are, are in trouble. So that was a huge story uh, for me, simply because there was just such a big uh, speculation around whether this company is going to make it or not. The CEO Ben Magara um, survived it, right? And I thought that was interesting because usually we 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 used to see heads roll in South Africa when something like this happens. Which brings me to my last theme, which is. Um, the men and women who actually um, uh, who survived or left their, their jobs as chief executives in South Africa in 2015, and uh, Admisimpi Magara surviving is certainly interesting. We know that um, just recently the CEO of Motto, uh, uh Paul Olamhoki, if you remember, came from Thabo. Uh,
1: yeah, um, yes, I remember he, that.
7: Yeah, and he's just been in the job for 18 months, and he's already um, packing up his bags and leaving. And we know that this matters because after the metal if you if you know anything about for anything in the world, that whole part of the country is dependent on just that one company for jobs, right? So the 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 company's under pressure because steel prices are under pressure because the Chinese are dumping cheap uh, steel in South Africa. And so we had a lot of conversation in the country about well, what if we have this thing that we can call a developmental pricing around the steel industry, right? So as a way of protecting the industry from these cheap imports. And that created a lot of uh, conversation about our relationship with the Chinese and the, the degree to which we'll go to protect our markets and not. So uh, Paul O'Flaherty uh, uh, is on his way out. Another CEO who's recently resigned, I think it's been about a month and a half now, is Neil Joshi. Now he's the CEO of Um And this is what a lot of question marks! Because we know that uh, there's uh, there's been a big uh, talk of a deal between Vodacom and Neotel, which is suddenly now uh, in the in in under question because well the CEO has decided that he's had enough, um, and he's been accused of corruption. He has cleared his name though, um, and and so that's been really interesting in the telecoms uh, in the telecom space. And maybe two more gentlemen have caught my attention. One is uh, Brian Malefice. Um, we know that uh, prior to Brian load shedding was a huge issue right in South Africa certainly seems like a man who knows what he's doing he's in the driving seat at AFCOM no that, he's that is man
1: is a, a, a rock star
7: seat. that man's a rock star right so he he's certainly uh, at least given us a good Christmas so he, that was an interesting appointment there's a lot of conversation about well what does this actually mean um, because we know that um, for he was appointed for three months and then we were told that um, he doesn't know it yet, but he's, uh, his three months have been extended. And he came out in the media and I don't know what you guys are talking about, and two or three days later, then the, the announcement becomes official. So I'm not sure who had egg on their face at the at the end of that. But And the final man we're talking about this year in terms of a move and shake on the corporate space is in Peter McLare, Um, the former CEO of uh, Tiger Brands. Not, not necessarily a good story, because we know that uh, Tiger Brands is just getting a walloping in Nigeria, right? It's not just MTN that is uh, finding it really tough to operate in the Nigerian market. Tiger Brand, um, uh, in, in particular, losing a lot of money because of a stake that they hold in Dangote, flour milk. And that company is coming under pressure. And as a result, Tiger Brand is losing a lot of money. In fact, one of the richest men in Africa, Aliko Dangote, he himself resigned as an executive director uh, on the board of that company. So, that's not just a South African story, but that was a continental story, right? That was uh, so big in the sense that it made us, it made the world actually question. Well, everybody's talking about, you know, how doing business in Africa is supposed to be the next best thing to go to do, uh, and Nigeria is supposed to be thriving with, you know, all these uh, investment opportunities. And yes, companies like MCI and like Tiger Brands. Um, and others are actually not getting it right. So what is it about the Nigerian market definition of it so tough to cut? And a lot of it actually connects to the oil story, right? And so uh, the, the, the Nigerians, who are so dependent on oil, uh, find themselves in a situation where the revenues that the country uh, are, is expecting to come in aren't actually being made because the oil price so, is, is so much lower. You've also got other players coming into the oil market, right? So... Libya coming back uh in into in play, you've got OPEC deciding that, you know what, we're going to continue pumping oil so that um, you know, the supply of oil is high in the market, driving driving down the price of oil. And that's just knocked the Nigerian economy excessively. And that's been a big theme. But we know that the oil price rate is not just about what happens in Nigeria, it's a global play. Um, but it is good news for consumers, especially in South Africa where Uh, The anticipated effect is that, you know, in the long term, we should see uh, lower petrol prices. We should see actually cheaper goods because ultimately uh, the fuel that's used to get these goods from one place to another is all dependent on this oil. But unfortunately, that's what it looks like on paper. It doesn't always look out that way in practice because on the other hand, you've got things like interest rates. That are expected to go up uh uh, uh in twenty sixteen. Yeah, I was I, I, I was I was about yeah. to
1: say I was about to say we on December, at least let's as well cover the positive ones, you know, before I let you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh
7: no. So look I I will never put myself in a position where I would need to predict uh the direction of the oil price and how long it's low it's gonna go. But uh there there have been reports, right, that have come out and reports suggest that you know, oil price might go down to as low twenty dollars per barrel. Now that is really, really good news for consumers and excessively bad news for petroleum based uh, facing companies. Um, but twenty dollars barrel is good. I think the last time we were look we were looking at the oil price it was just just below forty dollars per barrel. Um but this is from like a hundred. So this is a big deal if it goes to twenty, right? Um, it's falling from $100 a barrel right down to about 20 So it's been a busy year, right? I mean, I've been rattling on for a good solid five minutes just of just like five big teams, um that have picked up uh, just, uh, just by being a quick reflection of what's been happening. But very happy to uh, dig any deeper into any one of these. But it's been an exciting year, but it's been a heavy year. But I also think that it's also setting the tone for 2016 because I think... Um, Things are not necessarily going to be slowing down, not only for South Africa. Um, the impact of the Fed uh, and those interest rate hikes is going to begin to make itself out in the South African economy and on the South African market. The bad news about this is that we know that there's going to be major outflows of uh, of investments from emerging markets, which South Africa is one, uh, and into developed markets, right? So money is going to be leaving South Africa. And headed back to markets like the U.S., where interest rates are, are, are going to be better. Granted, this is not the biggest uh, rate hike, but gradually we know that the Federal is is to increase, continuously increase interest rates. And so, it's going to be harder and harder for South Africa to put forward a case for investment. Like, why would you bring your money here uh, if you can make a higher uh, and a more healthier return in another market? So innovation is certainly going to be something that uh, all companies are going to have to uh, – those who plan on surviving and riding this race are going to be really – have to be good at because they need to outmanoeuvre, outsmart and innovate each other so that they continue uh, to thrive in the South African economy and continue to pop up the financial markets on this end of the world.
1: Wow no that's 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 quite insightful. Um you know I'd I'd swear that you've got a script next to you re, uh, reading all this <laughs> thing but I know for a fact <laughs> that this no, is I all it's all in mouth. your head. Hmm? <laughs> I just have a
7: big mouth. You,
1: you just have a big mouth. No 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 I definitely I, I need I need to be bringing that big mouth to studio next year. Um and and no, we, we actually yes. Uh, no th- thanking you in advance uh, looking forward to 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 be having you in studio and actually uh, unfolding some of these discussions uh, further um I mean usually uh, Nozipo, we actually close off the show in style um in mm-hmm. terms of giving a uh, thirty seconds advice a word of inspiration or encouragement to somebody that's listening. What would you say to them as I let you go? Oh thank you so much for the
7: opportunity so you know one of the things that i'm really, really passionate about is. Uh, young entrepreneurs, so these are young people who have decided to step up and, and uh, not follow the conventional route. They've decided to follow the dreams, and this is not just like, uh, you know, some fluff some uh, inspirational thing to say, follow your dreams and do what you want, but they found a gap in the market, and they've left onto that gap with both hands, and they're running with it. And so if you are a young entrepreneur and you, are, and you have put your neck out and you've decided that you're going to bring a product, a service, or a solution to the market. I wish you the best of luck in 2016, and I really hope that you are able to surround yourself with a network of people who are going to help you to uh, step it up and and make it big. Um, We can only offer advice and direction, but there are certainly places where you can get funding and you can get the networks that you need. You need more young South Africans who are just taking, uh, building this or rebuilding this country and rebuilding this economy into their own hands. I'm 200%
1: behind us. That. And that's my message for the end of 2015. Wow. No, thanks a lot, ma'am. Um, and thank you once more for taking your time um, to actually talking to us today and looking forward no. to, 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 to engaging further with you in the new year.
7: Yo, you guys are absolutely welcome. I hope you enjoy the rest of the play. Thank you so much
1: for having me. Thank you. No, definitely.
0: This is cliffcentral.com. 360 biz on cliffcentral.com. This
1: is cliffcentral.com. Indeed, this is cliffcentral.com. If ever you've just tuned in, you are listening to 360 biz. I'm sitting with my boy, Bulelani, balabala. Bala. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yeah, no, this this man is still traumatized from, from the, from the discussion, um, Nozipo shared. I mean, I must say, um, it's quite an insightful, if ever you've just tuned in, you've missed out on an interesting, um, insight that we had from Nozipo. She's an anchor, um, and a business, um, commentator for CNPC Africa. I mean, discussing some of, um, the, 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 the disturbance. Um, and the highlights um, in 2015 that really affected the market um, um, drastically. And I think I must say that you know what? After all of that, you know, it's something that really we 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 need to be closing off uh, better in style. I mean, we've left with about 25 uh, minutes on the show. And definitely there, there, there's there's no way we could be utilizing this uh, 25 minutes without having a, a powerhouse uh, in, 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 in on the line with us. I mean, you, you could imagine if she so. would have been in studio with us. But hey, what can we say? People have got stuff to do. I want to introduce her. I'll introduce herself and tell us who she is, what is it that she does. Uh, she's an amazing woman. I've had uh, the privilege of having her on the show, and more than anything, quite insightful. If, Bolenani you think, dude, we don't know people, we know people <laughs> 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 that, 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 that are breathing uh, inspiration daily. How are you, my sister? Hello? Hello?
5: Oh,
1: hi, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um yeah, I I told myself that I'm not gonna introduce you, you'll introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay. okay. How do I just introduce myself anyway? Okay.
1: Yeah, no, no. You you can speak um say hi to the listeners. Tell us who you are and what is it that you do. <laughs>
8: <laughs> We're ready on air. Hello everybody, hi to central uh listeners. I hope that you had an awesome, awesome Christmas and you're looking forward to the new year and that you're working off the calories that you've eaten. Um, I know that I'm trying to do that. Um, my name is Olga Mitchell, and I'm a director at a BE consulting firm called Transcend Corporate Advisors. So the space that I play in is that we look at how do we ensure that organizations have the necessary strategies, together with resources in place, so, that we can actually transform South Africa um, in accordance both with the legislation that's been provided to us by government, but also with regards to best practices that we've learned across the world.
1: Oh, definitely. Uh, thank you for joining us, Olga. Um, I mean, indeed, this is the amazing Olga Mishra. We've had the privilege of having her on the show before. Um, I mean, you left a lot of us speechless um, last time we we had you. So, you know, you could understand that we couldn't be doing justice if we're not ending up the year without ending it with you, right?
8: I'm I'm grateful to be a part of you guys. Thank you so much.
1: Definitely. So, Olga, tell us, um, I mean, what has been um, the highlights for you in 2015? Um. Um. Obviously, what is the one thing that actually stood out for you, let business wise?
8: Um. I think there's, there's been a number of events that for me have culminated into what 2015 has been. Um. If I could describe a theme, with your permission, and that's um, twofold. The one is that life is a marathon. Um. And it comes out of the likes of what happened with SAA. Um. It comes out with the likes of what happened with Prasa. In terms of, and, and also in fact, FIFA. FIFA for me was quite a big highlight. I'm going to explain that just now. Um, and that second, the change is inevitable. Change is inevitable, it's always going to happen. Perhaps let me start with a second one in terms of high level summary. So I work in the BE space, and for a long time, government had told us that the BE codes of change, the new ones, are coming into force. And many people denied it. Oh, they complained. This is not going to work. This is going to work. But they came. And what we found is that those companies that were ready to embrace change have been able to do exceptionally well, even though the change has not always been easy, but they've been able to adjust to say, okay, we're going to do this and we're actually going to find ourselves in a more ready space where they've become more competitive, where they are now able to not do the stress and worry about business like everybody else has. So from a business perspective, change is inevitable. So how do you ensure that the strategies that you put in place are resilient enough to always keep up with the trend and actually be ahead of the trend, otherwise you're going to fall behind. The second, or rather the first thing that I mentioned is with regards to life as a marathon. And because life is a marathon, every single thing that you do from a business perspective today, you better believe that tomorrow there's going to be fruits in relation to that. I mean, for a while, nobody really knew what was happening from, um, you know, behind the scenes with FIFA. People were talking about, uh, you know, we think that FedLATS is doing this, or we think that the governing the body is doing that. But I'm sure that I'm not the only South African who realised afterwards that hang on, South Africa has now been implicated in something that took place in 2010, and impacted our um, our credibility in certain respects. Um, we saw what the rand did at that particular point in time. Um, there's also examples about you know life being a marathon in terms of the business decisions that we make from an honesty and integrity perspective. If we look at what happened with the price deal, so price procures all of these um, trains years ago. And then only now, after the procurement of those trains, does it come out that there was possibly shady deals that happened? Um, Only now does it come out as well, the fact that um, these trains don't necessarily work or are going to be able to work at all places, purely because it seems, my opinion, it seems that at the time when those decisions were made, from a business perspective, people only thought about themselves versus the industries and the people within which it was going to take place.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's quite interesting, um, what, what you, what you said there, Otka. And sometimes, I mean, we, we, don't know how, how, how these things, um, affect us. And one of the things that maybe I think I want us to, 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 to jump into, um, as obviously we, we, we left with a short time before the show ends to say, I mean, a lot of companies, obviously we've all been affected by all these things, um, taking place in 2015. Uh, but now, I mean, how do people prepare themselves, um, as they go into 2016? Because obviously, chances are we might have better or we might have worse in terms of what we can Mm. encounter then.
8: Mm. Um, One of the things that that, um, I strongly believe in is is get understanding. Get understanding in terms of where you are. There needs to be a continuous hunger to read, read, read and watch the trends. So one of the ways that I do believe that we can get um, prepare ourselves, first of all, is from a mind shift mentality is we need to know that it's going to be okay. You know, so that's that we live in a beautiful place, even from a business perspective, we're going to bounce back. We're going to be okay. The rand sitting at 15 rand to the dollar or just over 15 rand, I mean, that's not great, but but we'll be okay. So in that, first of all, have a, particularly to young entrepreneurs, that we will get over this, but then in getting over that is to always build a buffer with regards to fat from a financial perspective, never putting in all of your eggs in one basket. Um, and then secondly, ensuring that you've got sufficient fat to be able to, from a strategy perspective, always have your what ifs. What if this goes totally patient? Do I have a backup plan? And a backup plan that I'm comfortable is going to sustain me with regards to where I want to be tomorrow. And then the third thing is to always um, live off today what you had enough for yesterday. And what I mean by that is many a times, from a, a spending even if you're an individual um, you spend what you have today you've saved all for tomorrow but you save you you spend what you have today my challenge to to everybody and my challenge including to myself is spend what you had yesterday because if you think about that today i've got more than i had yesterday um and i'm already planting the seed for tomorrow but if i spend according to what i had yesterday i had less yesterday So in my spending what i had yesterday. Um, had yesterday, that I'm building not only an extra layer of fat with regards to what I've saved for today, but also what I've saved for tomorrow. So if today doesn't always work out, then I've still got today's fat that I've built in, as well as the fat for tomorrow that could have been there. So we've got to be thinking a lot more uh, close-knit, and I think also from a a procurement perspective or from a resources perspective is to collaborate and to get together. You know, um, an example that comes to mind now is, is when we do stock sales, is when we as communities come together. And if we can in that mentality as well, seek opportunities where if we need to buy stuff, if we need to be um, developing things, if we need to be having conversations, that we have it on a communal basis so that from a resource perspective um, we're able to save because I don't think that it's going to get better before it gets a little bit more tough but going back to my first point, it's definitely going to get better so our mentality with regards to everything that we do is hey guys we're going to bounce back from this.
1: So in short you're saying we must keep the hope?
8: Oh yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, of course, you, you've got to keep the hope, but then be wise about how you do it practically
1: with your finances, even with regards to the strategies that you employ. So now tell me, I mean, Odga, um, in terms of now young people, um, obviously this time of the year, this is a point where, I mean, right now we're here uh, discussing highlights. And I know one of the highlights that that that, that stood out um, is that uh, we've had a high unemployment rate. And and, and and obviously being December right now, there's people that don't know that um, the new triple b e code has actually been in effect since from may um this year um, so it 's something obviously that that is really affecting us bad, um as a country um, i mean to, to to people that 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 are listening out there that want to get into the space and that want to po- uh, properly position themselves to as well b- uh, benefit um from the b e strategies that you guys are implementing. Uh, what would you say to them?
8: Um, first of all the common synergy meaning um, are you talking about individuals or businesses?
1: Um individuals that want to get into businesses because you're an individual okay. before you get sure. into a business. Yeah.
8: Sure. Absolutely, absolutely. So so the first thing um goes to an earlier statement that I made with regards to get understanding. So get out there and understand the power that you have with regards to when you go and have a conversation with broader business. I mean, we saw it in the season before. The students brought South Africa pretty much to a standpoint. So understand first of all that the codes are there for you. But you've got to empower yourself with regards to how you implement them. From an implementation perspective as an individual, know that governments as well as small, as, as well as uh, large businesses in particular have now got a greater responsibility to engage from a sustainability perspective with small businesses. So when you go and you want to um, get into a particular supply chain, when you want to have a particular um, business encounter with with an organization, just be thinking about the now, the short term. Be thinking about the long term and how you want not only to benefit from the relationship but more so what we think um, broader businesses wanting is how you can benefit them. So understand what your value is. Know the fact that they need you. And as you position yourself, be confident to say, you need me for X, Y, and Z. I can give you this, which is why I'm going to dare and ask you, not just for now only, but for more, a long-term relationship with regards to where you are.
5: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I know. That that, that is deep, Um, valuing and knowing yourself. Um, and, 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 And I mean, you realize that a lot of businesses just know that they're in business. But I've learned the hard way that most of the business or some of the business don't actually know what they do. They can't really define what they do mm-hmm. and they can't really define mm-hmm. their value that they're offering to the market, The value that they're offering to, to, to the client and to the customer. The next thing tomorrow, they're the ones that come and as well complain that they're not benefiting from these triple B deals that you guys are making and the strategies, they're only benefiting a few.
8: But, but also in relation to that, if you don't know your value, then you don't articulate yourself well enough. There are a lot of small businesses generally that are out there. And now, first of all, the pie is big enough for all of us. But the people that are going to get the broader size of the pie are the people who, because they understand their value, are going to carry themselves with their value. You know, us as entrepreneurs, particularly young entrepreneurs, they need to get to a place where they must stop doing things mediocre. Because you understand the value in your offering, then do things excellently. Do things as if you're already the biggest, most successful organization that there is. This mentality quality, I've just started up. I'm just small. So I don't need to look dignified. You know, when I go to a meeting, my presentation doesn't need to be above par. There's spelling mistakes in my PowerPoint presentation. I mean, that's just nonsense. If you understand the value where you are, even from a size perspective, you might be small, but you're like, uh-uh, because I'm going to go X, Y, and Z, I'm going to carry myself And I'm going to portray my business in that manner. So let's also step it up, guys, from an excellent perspective in 2016.
1: Hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Thanks a lot, Olga, uh, for your quiet insight. Um, I mean, it's it's quite inspirational like always. Uh, But you know the rules here that we usually close off the show in style um, with a word of 30 seconds, a word of encouragement to someone that is listening out there.
8: Awesomeness! Thank you. Well, to anybody that's listening, um, you know, once again, if I can just borrow what will said just now, have hope. Um, it's been a time of ups and downs in 2015, particularly the economy, people saying it's not going to happen. But once again, the trend has been and it's going to continue to be that Africa is rising. So you need to get up or your business may have failed. Get understanding in terms of why it failed. Get a mentor that you can look up to, a mentor who has been through the test of time, and make a decision, hoodie. It doesn't matter how many times you're going to fall, you're going to get up, because your business will be able to be all of that and more that you want to if you continue to work honestly, with integrity, remembering that life is a marathon.
1: Life is indeed a marathon. And uh, thank you for taking your time, uh, Olga, to actually talk to us in the midst of you being on holiday and, and detoxing and um, getting ready for the new year. Um it's much appreciated, ma'am.
8: It's always a blessing to to chat with you to so want to chat with your listeners. Thanks for having me.
1: No, definitely. Yeah, no, uh, that 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 was um Olga. Sure, right? and I mean, interesting um, that that we have women that 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 are standing out um, like her, uh, and that are doing amazing things um, out there, you know. I actually have a friend, um, Gwanda Kulu, that was supposed to have been here as well. Um, you know, she, she, she's an aspiring entrepreneur, or she is an entrepreneur, but you know what, obviously, um, hopefully that we'll get to, to hear from people like her, um, in the future. I mean, this message has been simple to say, we've covered the highlights. Um, for 2015 what has been happening in terms of the good what has been happening in terms of the bad Uh, but more than anything I think we're not that bad as a country you know I mean it takes you traveling going to other countries and actually realize how blessed we are at South Africa how blessed we are at the country to say I mean uh, we've got our own problems like any other country but I think we're doing absolutely amazing uh, compared to many other countries I mean and we can still improve and be better what do you think
2: um, I agree and I conquer It takes one traveling Moving around this beautiful continent For one to truly appreciate how You know how, how great this country is Because You know A spirit of familiarity Is one that's easy Is easily Sorry That was one that's easily Bred into the hearts of people mm-hmm. But you know When you start to actually Perceive This country is a country that is vast with opportunities, that is a country that is open for business. I mean, you know, something that we were talking about a little bit earlier on before we got onto the show over the phone was the fact that Africa is open for business. You know, it's in your 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 exit and entry into different parts of this beautiful country that you realize that South Africa is actually a five-star hotel.
1: No, it is. And no, you realize
2: that there are glitches. In every household, there will always be glitches. Mm. And it's uh, at the end of the day, it goes back to how you deal with those glitches. But, I mean, the opportunities that are available for you. I mean, the barrage of individuals that we had on the phone, I mean, for for the past two hours that we've been on, I mean, I've spoken about you actually going out there and doing stuff has spoken about how it's not going to come on a silver platter. You need to actually make your mind up. You're going to be a success and you're going to succeed. So get information, get a mentor, get people that are going to help you move forward. Because if the country is open for opportunity, but you actually don't know how to utilize the opportunities, then you're always going to be frustrated. Mm-hmm. You're always going to be picketing outside office buildings. You're always going to be complaining and whining and always moody. But if you want to change that ideal in your life, then you need to actually align yourself with all the right people and get information. So funny that she touched on that. And we we're actually talking about that earlier on in the show, that mm. information, that yes. this is an information emporium
1: yeah, yeah, for no, everyone. Yeah. No, 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 definitely. And I mean, as you say that, I mean, there's something that, that, I mean, we spoke about hope. Um, and, 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 and I want to play in an audio from your CD that speaks about keeping the hope up. And uh, maybe we'll let's continue to the chat after right after this.
0: Today we're talking about keeping hope up. Keeping hope up is very important when you've got a clear vision for where you are going because you're going to undertake challenges and a lot of ridicule. As a visionary, you live 20 years into the future and people don't readily understand right now what you are going through. Hope is the motivation that keeps you going. Hope is your aspiration. Hope is the dreaming. Hope is the fuel that keeps the engine going. Sometimes you allow the challenges of life to bring you down. Well, this journey that you are on is not an easy one. And I can guarantee you now, any powerful and wealthy person that you look up to can tell you that they underwent a lot of challenges. There's always going to be a lot of pain, a lot of pushing, a lot of anger, a lot of strife before there is a light at the end of the tunnel. The question is, are you willing to hold on a little bit longer? Your hope will always be challenged whenever you start living your vision and your dream. Understanding this, that you might not be where you want to be in life and you might not have achieved some of the things that you are hoping to achieve right now. But this is the classic story of the rabbit and the turtle. It is not about how quick you get to the finish line, but it was, it's all about the quality of the journey and some of the lessons that you have learned in the journey that will render you a wise person. Stop being hard on yourself. When's the last time you congratulated you for taking initiative? Why is it that of all the people that are proud of you, you are the one who is the least proud of you? Those are some of the things that kill your hope. But I need you guys today to keep your hope up. Be motivated and keep your hope up. Haters will hate and talkers will talk. But I need you to keep the hope up. So whether you have lost a loved one or are suffering the insurmountable pain of the challenges that you are undergoing, I need you to boldly walk up to the mirror, smile and congratulate yourself on this awesome day that you are going to have. And I need you to know that everything is going to be all right. Keep hope up. My name is Bulelani Balabala and I'm all about getting things done. 360 biz on cliffcentral.com this is
1: cliffcentral.com wow my brother that that is dope you know it feels
2: like the first time hearing that actually <laughs> <laughs> really yeah because you know i get so nervous listening to the stuff when yeah. I'm on my own so i was actually forced because i have to be in studio yeah. and you so happen to play that
1: right? yeah no definitely um i mean we actually come to the end of the show um more than anything i think it has been it has been an amazing year um i know personally this has been a year of challenges and this is as well it has been a year of good things Um i mean for me more than anything even joining um the family of cliff central you know um even launching two tv shows i think more than anything um business i still have my doors open so that you know what um more than anything we 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 looking at achieving big things but sometimes we forget the very small things um that that you know what we need to give gratitude for um for than anything i think for me that's why i always said you know what um like you've said we gave a perfect description to say we are a five star as a country as south africa and i think definitely as the year ends um, definitely, you know what? Um, other people might be listening and, and they've had a bad year, you know, and, and they've thought of giving up. But there's others that unfortunately are not here to celebrate to this day. I mean, we just come from Christmas. Um, in a few days time on the 31st, it's actually my birthday. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, it is. It's actually my birthday. So, so, and, and more than anything, I think for more, I'm, I'm grateful. And, and I think if ever, I mean, we, we keep on having platforms like Cliff Central, platforms, um, that are out there, others, you know, actually being open and to share business, to share politics, to share news, to share insights, um, with people and, and more than anything, people's lives transforming daily. I think definitely we're heading in the right direction.
2: No, definitely. I mean, I think from my side, it's, it's been a, it's been an interesting year. Being an entrepreneur and all, I mean, there have been interesting changes in the company. You then start to then see that some of the guys that you had on board uh, need to actually be reshuffled because, you know, we're growing at such an exponential rate, Mm. um, nothing comparable to your rate. So What's that supposed to be? (laughs) Meaning that you're on that level. You see that? (laughs) No, but we've been growing quite well. Um, Mm. We've experienced uh, a very good year. Mm. I won't lie As a company I mean uh, Two months ahead Of our financial year end mm. We've done quite well But the, one, I mean We've also then I mean in doing well There's a lot of mistakes That you also pick up mm. So I mean We then need to then Tighten those screws As well And mm. I mean I think my life Has just gotten Ridiculously busy mm. Because of the talks That I'm doing now I mean I'm, We're back on tour Second week of January Pushing the audio I want to sell 40,000 copies of that mm. Um, and we own Cliff Central, which is a platform that we're very grateful of more regularly than we were on. Mm. So, it's actually a nice learning yeah. curve, especially on 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 hosting the show. But I think more than anything, um, learning also to monetize on the different individuals that I also get to meet, so mm. that you build a very fruitful business life as well. Yeah. But you know, I mean, when you look at I haven't, I actually haven't experienced any December, not to kill anyone else's yeah. spirit. No. Always no. working, always working. Yeah. But I mean, I think that's what you guys need to always do. Yeah. I mean, if, if you want it that bad. If you really, really wanted yeah, that, that bad. That is your
1: 30 seconds already, ne? No? Yeah, so oh, okay. 30 seconds, I yeah. See, yeah.
2: I mean, if you really wanted that bad, then you actually have to make up your mind that you're gonna do away with the momentary gratitude, sorry, the momentary gratification and then stick to what you were born to do, stick to what you actually wanna see happen in your life. I often tell people that You do in the first You do in the first hour What you actually want to see Happen for the rest Of the whole entire day So preparation is everything So when you're going through A very hard December mm. now A very hard festive season now You're going through Whatever you're going through now Because you're preparing For a very fresh year A relaxed year mm. I mean we see You know there's one client That I have Who's <laughs> Yeah I won't tell you About that client But yeah,
1: tell, tell, tell us about the client Next week Yeah Oh, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> yeah, we are going
2: to do stuff, no. do
1: amazing things,
2: kill, kill, yeah. kill.
1: No, definitely. Uh, this is all that we had for you today on 360Biz. Thank you for listening and more than anything have a blessed, blessed, a festive season what's remaining of it and definitely let's go out there and make the best.